0: The following movie is Rated R.
1: Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's guests are David Jimenez, Coleman Wilson, and Spencer O'Neill. So today's topic, we're going to actually talk about the different paths you can take to get into the film industry. Um, So David, he graduated from the New York Film Academy. Um, Cole, he went to the New York Film Academy with us for half the program, but then he dropped out. So we'll talk about his path and what steps he took after New York Film Academy. And Spencer, he didn't attend film school at all. So I'm super excited to see what steps he took and um, kind of the challenges and the achievements they've gone through on the way. So I have a few questions that I want to ask you guys. And I'm going to start off with, what is everyone's position in the film industry? I guess we can start with David.
2: Well, writer, director, but that's not paying the bills right now. So editing, for sure, anything post-production.
0: Cool. So uh, I'm currently a signed producer to Streetlight Film and Media, but um, I still do I know, like producing things for friends and whatnot, and I'll really pick up whatever job here and there. If you need a cinematographer, a director... Really, anything but writing.
1: That's fair. Okay, and Spencer, what about you?
3: This is definitely more of a end goal, but um, yeah, writing, acting, directing, and producing are going to be kind of my primaries. Um, it's hard. Most people, you know, choose you to, uh, ask you to choose a lane, and it's uh, I don't know. I think we all want to do, you know, yeah, more than one thing. So it's uh, very true. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's hard to decide for me. Uh, there's not really one I am I feel like I'm drastically better at or that um, I should just kind of put my eggs in that basket. So I'm just doing them all. I want to be See a writer and it. director,
1: but I mean, I'm on set doing production design and wardrobe sometimes. So it's like, you never know, <laughs> doing everything, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm doing health and safety right now. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, do it, yeah that, exactly. Do it right now. Especially yeah. within the last couple of months, I've been trying to kind of take any film job I can right now. Yeah,
1: I was actually going to ask that. What are you guys working on currently?
0: Um, For me, currently, it's been a lot of uh, either like commercials, bigger commercials or like pickup shots for shoots just because Corona doesn't really take in the pickup shots too much because they have shorter days and shorter weeks.
1: How inconsiderate of COVID.
0: (laughs) I know, right? I just want to get back if you're not tested every two to three days, you can't go on any back lot for Universal or CBS. Oh, yeah. It sure so we
2: yeah. seemed like we were getting tested every day. But, yeah, we had the Rapids. We had um like a regular scheduled ones. And then uh, whenever anybody felt sick or anything, but everyone was COVID-free the whole time. So that was pretty good. Wow. Uh, we did a pretty good job there.
3: Nobody got hit that's that's kind of amazing I'm in health and safety right now and, um paramount for this is us and we've got you know like four fifty people and so we test monday wednesday friday um you have to test three times uh before you can actually be on production um mm-hmm. you have to test once off site twice on you know it's like lots of um lots of uh you know you got zones you've got um you know Mm-hmm. how many zones are there because
1: on, on, like you're working on a big production so like how many three. zones are there three
3: okay zone a b and c and then it's just um kind of how close of contact they have the first team
1: okay and what zone are you usually working in
3: i'm in a well health and safety most of health and safety is in a just because we have to you know integrate with every department like an auxiliary department you know what i mean it's like covid department but it's um yeah. It's cool because you definitely get to be in contact with everybody on the crew, but it sucks because you have to be in contact with everybody on the crew. So <laughs> yeah, yeah um,
1: true. You're yeah. like, it's cool to be in contact, but it's like risky at the same time.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, We were told that we might be able to um, get the vaccines and things like that. Um, uh, just because we're, you know, we have to do testing. Um, we're yeah. in contact with lots of people. But I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know. I want to make sure everybody that really needs it gets it first. So
0: as long as you're doing your job, no one, no one gets a Tom Cruise on their set. <laughs> and
3: that's the cool thing. I mean, we definitely have you know people that don't uh, agree with lots of these protocols. Um, we've got the people that keep their masks underneath their nose and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, um, like do people say we'll stuff? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, it's, you, you you have to have enforcement. uh yeah. you definitely have to have people that. Can and, you know hey guys gotta be farther than six feet hey guys you gotta have mass over your nose yep um you
2: forget quickly
3: there's lots of people lots of people that are just like good people you know what i mean that are great at their jobs that just happen to forget that their nose you know is poking out and <laughs> yeah. then there are people who are late, like you know sure. shut up wow. kid and you're like that mm-hmm. it's a very it's you know it's um you just gotta handle it yeah. as it comes
0: so
1: so why did you guys choose the path that you did
0: well so i I, I went to a couple colleges before I ended up at New York Film Academy. Uh, I, I went down to Florida first, Lynn University. They had a decent film program, but it's it's very like I started working with many grades above me and I knew more than them. So I instantly was like, this is not the place. for me. Oh. I wanted to go to L.A. right away. But my mom was like, that's a long like that's far. And I was like, OK, I'll try a different school first. So I went there. Went to Coastal, they didn't really have a film program, plus my cousin was ahead of a frat there, so they're like, you don't really belong here. And then I went up to uh, community college at Brookdale in New Jersey, just so I can like sit down for like two, three months, just be like, what do I really wanna do? And then finally I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going out to LA, if I wanna do it, I'm gonna go to where it actually happens, or like the one place you can get a job just off luck half the time. So I finally was just like, all right, I'm going. I came out for a week in March of 2017 to visit two of my buddies that I actually went to high school with that go to New York Film Academy. It's more of a trade school than like an actual school. So like you'll learn your filmmaking stuff. You'll be hands on. You'll get like real filmmaking experience. And I was like, all right, cool. And three weeks later, I signed up and I moved out and came out here.
1: You're like, peace. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, see, I, I remember I was in the middle of my final and I was like, I gotta go take a phone call, and it was for the administration's New York Film Academy. Oh, uh,
1: how exciting! Like, and then you did the program, was it halfway or a little more than halfway? I did,
0: yeah, so I I wasn't the best student. If there's one thing I could say about film school, it is just like every class they give you, just freaking do it because it they know you want to learn film they're not going to make you learn math all that much like um so i went five semesters i ended up shooting my intermediate but then i failed four mm-hmm. classes so i took a extra semester after that the first teacher i had i didn't like him too much they so kind of butted heads i was mm-hmm. a Stevie student so <laughs> you can ask david he had the most time with me yeah, yeah. So, so i went five semesters. um i shot my intermediate and then they wanted me to take that extra semester, but I really liked, at that point, I knew I would like cinematography. So I wanted to switch to the cinematography after my fall semester, or after my spring semester, but they didn't have a summer semester of it. So they were like, if you wait the summer, you can come in and we'll give you a little discount for the fall semester. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Um, at this point, I was kind of producing somewhat, but I ended up working with the production company I currently work with and I started producing that with them kind of like as the film was starting and they're like wow you really know what you're doing I worked on set with them for a couple weeks and like hellish conditions and they're like we'd love to have you on set like how much do we have to pay you to keep you out of school so that's what I was like you know what I think first of all producing is what I want to do second of all I can start making money and not go back to school you don't need a degree for film if you go to someone with a degree, they'll tell you to fuck off. They want to see what you can do and everything. So they saw what I can do, and I was just like, I'm happy. I found like a place to be at least for a couple of years, someone I could work with and can get me into the industry. Teach me what I need to yeah. know.
1: And and do you feel like it is true, like, now that you've been working in the industry, like, do people ever ask you, like, oh, where did you go to school? Or is that literally just, like, shit you hear when, you know, when you're in high school and, like, you make it seem like college is this big-ass deal and they'll never look at you if you don't have a degree and all this shit?
0: They're all about what have you worked on. It's the same thing anyone hiring you will ask you. It's what have you worked on. It, they don't give a shit where you got, like, oh, I went to New York Film Academy. Like, oh, you were a student. I've worked with a lot Mm -hmm. of students from there. It's like, I don't know how I feel about you. So most of the time, Uh yeah, I went to film school. And people don't even ask a question after that. Like, you can watch YouTube for three years and still say you went to school, so... Thank yeah. You. Yeah. No, I'm
1: glad you're being honest because like I'm so over like, you know, the stereotypical like you have to go to college or else like. So I want everyone like listening to it's like you don't have to take that standard path. And then on the other hand, David, he did go to New York Film Academy and he finished the program. So tell me why you chose this path. I also attended and I graduated. So we did it together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my path was super weird because I hate school and I <laughs> swore. To never set that's crazy because you again. finished the
1: program and it was a fucking crazy program
2: yeah. the reason why i was there was my gi bill was about to like expire my buddy was already going there and he's like dude i've seen your movie collection you like movies just go to film school and my thing dude, was you
1: have a movie library not a collection
2: <laughs> yeah and i was like mm, no i'm scared it's gonna ruin movies for me and he says just try it you know just fucking try it you'll get a degree out of it. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, cause I didn't care about the degree. Um, but I also didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just do something while I'm doing nothing. And first class, first minute editing, uh, remember TJ? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right, let's not talk about that. Uh, but yeah, first minute, first class, I knew it. I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. And like Cole, I thought, cinematography I was like oh the camera people was like yeah because I like I like the shots and all that stuff but of course once I got into it uh I decided uh I like directing more because there's a lot of noise in my head and I feel like there's so much shit to do when you direct that it kind of keeps me busy so it it cancels it all out and it makes like nice and quiet in my head (laughs) <laughs> so I feel like very at peace while I direct. Um and then writing, same thing. Um but yeah. Um I once I discovered that I can influence the shot and not have to worry about the numbers or the I mean kind of the logistics, but not really about the cameras and shit. Uh yeah, I was like, Okay, yeah, definitely gonna make that switch. But um yeah, it uh took a lot of bouncing around and many jobs. I did a lot of grip work. Um, That definitely taught me a lot because, you know, you get some some time to chill. and You can uh, go and study the sets that you're on. Um, That's one thing I did, too, is I volunteered a lot Um, because I love it. You know, once I, like I said, I discovered it, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, all in. So if this fails, I'm, like, I'm going down with the ship because there's nothing else.
1: When did you have that moment, like, working on your first set or, like, when you started just a class, or what was it
2: school uh that first day, and I knew nothing about film or the world or anything, so it was just discovery from that point on. so I feel like even if school could fail me or wrong me, I feel like I still got what i you know what I needed to get out of it because yeah, I would definitely not be here.
3: It's just kind of to look back and and be appreciative of whatever path you took you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Regardless of, you know, um, cause you look at like anybody that's done it and they'll tell you how they did it. And then you try and apply that to your own life and you're like, Oh, mm, yeah, it makes sense, but um, it quite works for me, you know? And then it's like, you talk to, you know, anybody personally, and they're like, no, you just gotta do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You
3: know? uh, yeah. So my grandparents were teachers. Uh, they did a lot of raising for me. Um, my mother was kind of a very, uh, natural spirit. So she would, uh, you know, just do you know, whatever made her happy. And I think both of those things are kind of what, um, took a lot of, um, influence in me. Um, not only the application of a lot of these things of stories and storytelling and, um, you know, how it applies to real people's lives and why that makes writing and directing good. But like, you know, exercising things that other people just wouldn't do, um, you know, that are just kind of maybe extreme or, or abnormal. Um, and I think it's both of those things that make, you know, a lot of people, good, good, uh, artists. So, yeah, I really appreciate that, that specific scenario that I got, um, uh, my grandparents, you know, being these uh, very logical people. Whenever I was 18, I was like, Hey, I, when I, I was like 16, actually, I was at a camp. And I had a professor, uh, we were shooting a short film mm-hmm. and that was the, the theme of the camp that year was film. And I've, I've always loved film. I've always loved, you know, I knew, I always knew all the actors names growing up and, you know, I looked for the friends that, you know, could talk about all that stuff. Um, yeah. and then I, we did that short film when I was like 16 and it was just kind of fun. And one of the professors that, you know, was doing the whole thing was like, Hey, what do you think about this? Do you ever think about acting or, or film or anything like that? And I was like i'm from missouri I was like no uh no <laughs> i'm gonna be a dentist you know um it was funny too because i want to be a dentist so i could like in some way like work in art and still like i don't know um you know just
1: i feel like it's still a lot of work i don't know if you would have that much time doing your art yeah <laughs> uh well no
3: i mean actual dentistry the art mm-hmm. of like sculpting like sculpting oh, teeth and working okay. with teeth and, you know that's nice. cool that's yeah it's a pretty decent, memory, right um yeah and i'm pretty good with uh you know you know uh tangible art you know um but i was like nah that's not realistic at all i'm not gonna do that and he was like well i think you should uh, and he was kind of just this weird old guy at the time and so i went to one of my mentors uh who i really respected and was probably one of the coolest guys there and i was like hey Tom just came up to me and said something, you know, talked to me about acting and stuff. And he's like, you know, that guy like knows people, right? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> and about that, he's a, he's a smart guy. Um, and it was really cool because over the years, I'd say until I was about 23 or 24, he was a really strong mentor for me. Um, and so I ended up, uh, I went to school for a little while to, uh, I went to art school. So I did graphic design for a few years, but uh, it was a very hands-on art school. So we did lots of uh, studio art. Like I took, you know, the fundamental painting, you know, um, drawing and, you know, all the works. Um, and that was nice. For instance, I'm putting together a pitch deck right now, and it's a tangible pitch deck. It's a, it's a book, right? It's not a PowerPoint or anything. Um, the thing of, of the show that we're working on is religious. So the pitch deck is a Bible. Um, and so, yeah, and a lot, all those things kind of go, you know, flow together. Um, and I would, I would argue that had I not gone to, you know, art school for so long, um, I wouldn't have even, you know, processed this idea. Um, so looking back again, it's nice.
0: I could say about Spencer and David are, They, they are two very different people. And I know David went because he just had his GI bill. He wanted to go do something, but Mm -hmm. David wouldn't have known he wanted to do film, but like he could still, now he will spend hours of every single day working as hard as he can. Yeah. Get that done. Spencer's never gone to film school and he is exactly the same. You go into his house, you see a whiteboard that just says, all right, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If we're not doing anything during these hours of the day, here's what you could be doing writing, going to the gym, like stupid stuff, like but stuff that'll help you become a better filmmaker. And they both have it. They right. both one went to film school, one didn't go to film school.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And just because you didn't finish film school doesn't mean that you're not as hardworking as well. No. It's really cool to like hear your guys' story because it's very it's very different. And like also just knowing a little bit about everyone's life. I'm like, yeah, very different walks of life. And also just like Hearing you guys, I'm like, damn, yeah, it's very different from mine too. Because I like grew up thinking like I wanted to do acting because I was like, I just want to do something with movies, like I want to be in them or around them. But I didn't know about directing until literally until starting film school. I still thought like maybe I wanted to be a cinematographer too, but I definitely don't want to be a cinematographer now. Um, <laughs> and I don't know when I started film school, I didn't know shit. I literally just I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna go to school and figure it out because my parents were very supportive of whatever I like wanted to do and like I told him I was like I want to I want to do something in the film industry like it might be acting it might not be I don't know it might be behind the camera and they were like okay that's fine but you still need to like go to school and like have a degree they were very like adamant about that so it's just interesting how you guys were like no my parents didn't like mind or like I just went after you know my my bill ended, like, all that kind of stuff. Because for me, it was, like, okay, after high school, you definitely need to go to college. Like, you can do whatever you want, but, like, you have to go to college. So I was, like, okay.
0: One of my parents' big thing was, like, oh, you want to go to California? Well, you can start paying for everything on your own.
1: (laughs) I don't think I would have been able to afford that. It's not cheap.
3: That was the one thing I'm, like, man, I wish I had gotten the chance to do that because then film school would have paid for all that. And you guys are, like, no. I
0: know David will back like, when we had, like, tech days for cinematography, it would be four hours on an enclosed set with a teacher. So it's like, at least you're learning, like, this is what you could really, like, he'll be like, no, that's wrong, which is cool. Like, aside from, I learned film at first from YouTube, which it's like, no one's going to tell you, no, that's wrong. But it's cool because it's like, they put in their input, but the teachers there also know, like, you're going to have something completely different. So they teach you in a way that's like, here's how i do it but here's how you can do it in six different ways yeah that's why because it was like first of all it's this is how it can be done this is how it is done which when i teach people like i got into golfing lately and it's like i don't know how to golf that well but i feel like i can teach people how to golf because i know how it works even if i can't do it that well i can explain to you how it works and why it works and why it would work better for you or why it would work worse for you and here's three different ways how it would work and that's why i like film school because you're not just going off i watch this one guy on youtube and he does it this way this way and this way so that's how i should do it
1: and shit you sometimes had even teachers pulling up youtube videos and be like
0: yeah watching oh, like yeah this is actually what yeah. They would also say, "This is how I learned this. Like, I used to watch yeah. this movie, and I had a famous shot in this film because I copied it from this guy 50 years ago." Yeah. There's uh, like the some of the most amazing cinematography has already been shot 50, 60 years ago.
3: Yeah. With and something that I love to this value too is like when you're on set. And you've got kind of the heads of each department that are, and this is normally like on commercials or um, like kind of smaller sets, indie sets and stuff. Um, But you'll have your your meeting where you go over some shots, right? And the director's like, "All right, but this is the one shot that we got to get right." Where you know, never and the looking at the DP and he's like, "I don't don't know how he plans (laughs) on doing (laughs) it." You know, and then whatever you tie the rope to the camera, and then you got a safety chain, and everybody's like looking at each other, like we got insurance, right? You know, and then you pull it off, you do it. You know, you do your first one, and you're like, all right, okay, we got it. Then we do it again,
2: and then it's on YouTube. Once the slate claps, it's it's like um, automatic. I don't know. It just
0: yeah. I'm the one thing that made me love film the most that I have ever liked, The first thing that ever kind of sent me into like, you need to do film was I started watching behind the scenes stuff on YouTube. And I was just like, Yeah, it's so fun. This is how this stuff works. Like, they do it 20 times. Like, I can jump off a roof with a camera if I'm that good. (laughs) Don't try this at home. So he strapped himself to a front of a car that crashed into another car as he was handing the camera into the car. You got extraction? Yeah.
1: That's
2: so crazy. Dude, crazy.
1: dedication like if you're not strapping yourself to a car for me and i'm just kidding
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think that's like
3: a a huge like point of this whole thing as well as like that guy that that director and cinematographer for extraction was a stuntman for a long time and like a lot of like big films and so he watched how they did all that stuff from the right angles you know and then he was like give me the camera yeah you know know, know, and he went to a couple people and he was like hey i think i can do this and they're like all right
1: okay you're the director
3: yeah sure enough you watch those behind the scenes shots and he's like you know he's just like he's got a vest and ropes attached to him and he's you know going they're just flying on corners and you're like that's terrifying
0: you know and that's it's like, terrifying
1: but sounds yeah. really thrill-seeking right now
0: that guy never went to film school he started off yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: things like ka-ching ka i think about like all the money because they make it they like engrave it in your head They're, like you need a permit you need insurance you need this but i kind of feel like everything that i learned in film school all the important stuff like the first like two years and like last year it was a three year program last year was just kind of like take your English class, take your math class, and I'm just like, I don't need to fucking do this like, here. Or you're gonna
3: weed out everybody in that first year.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. One of one we of definitely the mates, did that
0: when I was talking about such in cinematography, they're like, Oh, well, you know, you're gonna learn uh like another class of producing. You're gonna have like storyboards down. You're gonna know how to draw like you're gonna have two more writing classes, but it's like all that stuff. It's kind of just gearing you towards that last project. Yeah. So like exactly. that's, that's that's where I kind of become proud of myself. Where it's like I'm happy that I saw that I knew what I knew and that I can still learn more. Not in school, but I'm very happy I went to school because personally, I I'm not great at time management. If I'm working with someone, sure. But if I'm on my own project and I'm like, okay, I need to have this script done by next month, like I'll have a reminder that comes up, like your script should be done today. And I'll be like, oh, I need to write a full script today. (laughs) Cool. At least you're like, all right, we need the first revision next week, second revision the week after, third revision the week after that. So it's like, it kind of drove me like, okay, I'm paying 14 grand a semester for the school. Like I should at least be listening to the teachers. And unfortunately, I didn't learn that until. After I failed a couple classes.
1: No, it was fucking <laughs> expensive. Like, that was another thing I didn't like. It was just so expensive. So every semester, my parents were like, you better get a fucking good job once you graduate. I'm like.
0: I how <laughs> not like, Especially like the industry as of 10 years ago was like all old dudes and they don't want any young I people.
1: know, I know. And I'm exactly, but I feel like this is a good time. To, I don't know, just getting in there. I feel like it's more diverse. Do you guys have um, the support of your family and friends when you guys took the path that you did. I know you said cold that uh, you like your, your parents were like, you can go, but you're not, we're not going to pay for you. I right? mean,
0: yeah. But in the same point, when I started shooting my intermediate, my dad was like, here's a couple thousand dollars. Like i'll help oh, yeah. okay he, he knew i really really love what i want to do and he knew that as long as i knew what i wanted to do he would help me out with it Okay. so That's- i i as much as i didn't get help through school he still knew i needed help for my film and i know my intermediate still has been editing for two years but
1: <laughs> get that shit done and,
0: hey hopefully it'll be like lights out where Someone just sees the first film you ever put in a festival and they're like, here, here's a couple million dollars. Like, you want to go shoot a feature for it? That's
1: like every filmmaker's dream, right?
0: (laughs) If you ever need to look up a story of having a filmmaker's dream, look up like the, the director of Lights Out. He was in a festival. He had a feature film written for the short film he wrote. It was maybe like a minute and thirty, two minutes of a short film. Turning on and off a light, and he sees a monster. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard about that.
0: Doing it, and then he lays down, and all of a sudden he flips on the light, and the monster's there.
1: That's fucking creepy, though, because think about as a kid. Like, I remember like turning off the light switch, and then you're like, okay, the bed's right there. Just run quickly to the
0: bed. Well, that's why they picked him up so quick, because they saw okay. You're connecting with a lot of people, whether it's older or younger, and it's so simple. You're turning on and off a light switch, and it's only a couple shots of here's the monster not being there in the dark dark and in the light.
1: Fucking genius.
0: They never ended up going to film school.
1: Yep. So right now, I feel like not going to film school is winning.
2: (laughs) What about (laughs) you, David? Did you have the
1: support of your um, family and friends?
2: Yeah, because... Yeah, my family's traditional, you know, high school, college, and I'm first generation. So there's definitely that peer pressure from the family. But I think once I went to the Marine Corps after high school, they totally just wrote off that idea. So years later, when I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to school, they're definitely backing me and they helped me a lot for sure. Couldn't have done it without them at all. Yeah. Nice support.
1: Yeah. I definitely called, like, my mom crying, like, uh, like it's it's too much money. Like, how am I going to get all this money for my movie, like, funding and all this stuff? And she's like, don't worry. Like, I'll help you. Just, like, try to, like, start a Kickstarter also. But she always, like, you know, has, like, a rational, like, idea. Like, I can't think. Like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, chill. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, this is what it's yeah. like being an adult. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't like it.
2: Because <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to just be like, hey, you know, give me money. But. I definitely wanted to you know, <laughs> try to learn how to figure out how to get money, you know, like how, my, like they're not always going to pay my shit. So like, how do I get money practice?
3: That's the, uh, yeah, that's the, the, uh, I think when everybody does <laughs> this whole thing, that's really what it comes down to is yeah. you know, how did you get the money?
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How did you get the money?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah I like, mean, I, know? I've just been looking how to get money from like people that want to invest in films and it's, totally different like it's like all you're thinking about is okay we already have the money i'm getting paid for this but now you're a producer taking 10 percent, and you're like so you need a hundred thousand dollars to shoot this 20 minute short film i have to find that for you but like it's it makes me invested in the film so much more because i know finding that money
2: as well you got some skin in the game yeah and that's why
0: i love it because it that that's what makes me work. I know I'm not paying rent this month if I don't have this project though.
1: Yeah. Got to do what you got to do to survive, right? I know you said your gra- your grandparents were a big part of that.
3: Oh my goodness. That was a battle. Um <laughs> Yeah, cuz like I mean even as a kid you watch TV and you're like, mm, "Man, that'd be cool," you know. Yeah. Um and as you grew older you're like, "Nah, it's not probably not possible," you know. Then I had a couple moments where people were like, "Hey, you know, um you know you kind of remind me of an actor or something um and then you know when i was 16 i had a nice moment where a professor came up to me and was like you know you should think about this and then it kind of after he planted that idea it never kind of stopped it just kind of kept festering and uh, i would just kind of sit in the back of my head for a while um and then i think i was 22 22 or 23 and i would just like i snapped I, i i would say a bit of an episode um where i was just uh kind of ending uh i was about you know i was on my last semester of school and i was you know envisioning my life after school and um i just kind of saw my whole life flash before my eyes and i was like not what i want to do yeah Um, i don't want to spend too long um not doing that um and then getting stuck in something had a nice long conversation i'd say about a two hour three hour conversation with my grandparents lots and lots and lots of uh, you know digging things up and and talking about lots of things you know dreams application of those things and uh it was cool because i feel like really all i needed was their okay you know i didn't need anybody else's okay i didn't need like my mom or my friends or anything like you know my grandparents to me were always my the smartest people in the room. So as long as I got them to say, you know, it was possible, I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And they were very people. You know, my gra- i always thought my grandfather was, you know, would have been a good stand-up comedian. I always thought my grandmother would have, you know, could have managed any set. And uh, <laughs> small-town people they were hoping I was going to be a teacher, and I was like, mm, I got to <laughs> you know, <laughs> things, you know, it was it was cool. She, uh, my grandmother, was like. I'm worried for your sanity. And I was like, I don't think anybody that's ever tried to do something like this has been too sane. So, uh, right. And you know, it's part of the game. And then my grandfather was like, you got to stop sleeping in. (laughs)
2: So, (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, always nice to have that, uh, uh, home, home field support, I guess. Oh
3: yeah. Oh yeah. And then, I mean, in the past three years that I've been out here actually pursuing things, actually, you know, uh, stepping forward. Instead of talking about it for years, you know, my grandfather calls me and he's like, listen, I got an idea. OK, so it's one it's one story about a guy. And I'm like, no. All right. Write it down. He'll tell you what I think, you know,
1: That's sick. <laughs> I wish my grandpa would do that. I was lucky enough to have this support of my family pretty much throughout my whole life with like my goals and my dreams and everything. Um, and yeah, it's great. Cause I think having them believe in me made me just like, now I'm like, okay, I have to prove to them, like I can do it. And now I'm like, failing is not even an option. Like mm-hmm. I have to do it, you know? So yeah, I just don't want to let them right. down either. So I think that puts the pressure on, on me as well. Did but, you, I know you guys said you studied a little bit of filmmaking through like YouTube videos before either like film school or whatever you did. Um, I personally didn't s- study any like film film stuff. I didn't actually even look on YouTube, but I would actually make music videos and like upload them onto YouTube when I was like 12. I had this like fucking music video phase on iMovie where like I basically discovered how to like lip sync perfectly and like align the audio and literally make it seem like I was in a music video. So I was like every time I'd have my friends over, we would create these music videos and then I would upload it onto YouTube. And now I Fucking forgot about that shit. But basically, I don't know. I don't remember my old password from that YouTube account. So like, (laughs) literally, like I don't know. The last time I was home, I think it was for Christmas. My cousin was like, "Ha! We saw your YouTube videos," and I was like, "What? Like which one? I don't really have any YouTube videos like that. You should be laughing at, right?" And then she's like, "The one where you're like singing to Kesha." (laughs) <laughs> and my, like, heart fucking dropped. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she was like – but I knew what she was talking about. I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, they're all on YouTube, and I don't know the password. So I, like, oh, yeah. went, and it's so embarrassing. Like, I have I'm looking
0: mad these- up right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Super awkward, like, I don't know, trying to be, like, cute. It was really weird. But I learned a lot, and that was kind of, like, how I taught myself, like, I guess how to make music videos and that's really what sparked my interest in the whole film industry and like wanting to make movies that's what i i I thought i wanted to be a cinematographer because i was like making music videos i was like yeah like i want to be the camera person but once i started film school i was like no it's directing but yeah what about what about you did you i know you said youtube videos but did you do anything else did you just go out and take a camera and shoot uh
0: so i was a freshman in high school and i was taking band class i love band i'm a drummer so it's like so much fun for me but everyone was like
1: hey got whiplash up in here (laughs)
0: this is really really cool teacher she teaches video production like even if you don't like taking video production you'll love the class because she's just such a vibe such a homie and I was like all right you know what like I've loved movies my whole life like behind the scenes always kind of seemed cool to me so I was like I'll take the class my freshman year I took the video production one class which is just half a semester or half a year whatever one semester and I was just like this is awesome they gave us uh some like shitty nikon camera we just go out and like make really bad films but then you come back and you edit it and it's just like oh this is cool yeah and then like once i started noticing that i spent all summer on youtube that whole summer just like how can i make this better like what what can I do? Like, I still was, no film school. Didn't know what a script was. Didn't even know what cinematography was a word yet. But I was just like, okay, this is really cool. So I went, you know, sophomore year, I took her class all year. Junior year, I took her class all year. And then senior year, literally, she's like, I've never had someone take this class for four years. <laughs> oh, like, you can make up your own. Thing. So I literally watched YouTube videos for a whole month and was like, this is like the agenda I want you to give to me. And at least write like a page of a script or something. She's like, all right, cool. And she helped me out with it. And like ever since then, I was just like, I ever since that first class I had freshman year. And I I think I edited like a couple words. It was a couple pictures into just like a final cut or like adobe premiere and i was just editing is cool like you can literally like you can put whatever you want on here you can put the words in like whatever you want and I started out like I wanted to be an editor, and then I figured out I can't sit in front of a computer for more than an hour. Me
1: too. And then that's that's what it is for me too. I'm like, I can't do this.
0: I was finally like, that's when I need film school. I don't know what I want to do in film, but I know film is what I love. And my senior year, like we made a pretty decent film, and I thought I worked so hard, but I also thought like I used to race, and racing was a hobby to me. And it's like film feels like a hobby, but it's something I can make into like an actual profession. So right there, like, let's 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 this is my path. going to computer engineering so badly at that point. But I also saw way too many numbers and everything. And then you had to sit in front of a computer screen. I was like, I I (laughs) know I can't do that that's when I started looking for programs in college and everything.
2: I had no idea. (laughs) I wanted to make movies, but I think um, I always, as a kid, definitely watched all the behind the scenes on DVDs as soon as they started putting them. And that always interested me. Yeah. But I think, yeah. uh, I don't know why. I just thought it was cool. I don't know why I just didn't like, well, why isn't like, why can't I do this? I think, kind of like uh i can relate to i guess spence here um in the fact that it just seems so like far-fetched yeah it was grandiose right yeah even though i lived in hollywood and um so there's and this is looking back this has been um in the making my whole life because i used to have uh i used to take every chance i could the 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 home video camera, the one you used to put on your shoulders and just go around and um, mess with the effects and things like that. And then whenever I'd see productions being shot, I always wanted to look, Uh, like I said, never pursued it um, until school. School was the very first time that I felt like I got a taste. No, I'm lying. It was the Universal Studios um, so they had like the year pass when they when it first came out. and me and my friends used to yeah. just go every weekend every fucking weekend, mm-hmm. which yeah. is crazy to well, me it's now. So close. but <laughs> uh, I mean, like I would get lost in the magic and then I would always take the studio tour. I thought that was the coolest part of everything. I and then getting it. to see all the sets. and we I fucking Cole knows he shot something there too on the back to the future clock tower set. well, I um, remember.
0: One thing is <laughs> where I, I kind of really saw it click for you is when we went on the back lot and I was doing cinematography for your, uh, remember when we were shooting the 35 millimeter? Yeah. And you were directing a chair commercial. Oh, yeah. We had, we had an eight-person crew, a 35 millimeter camera, like uh, a teacher with us and a don't know, a PA, TA, whatever the. A TA, yeah, the TA yeah. assistant. Yeah. And, and I remember seeing your lies. Like You're like, wow, I have a dolly set up. There's an actor in a chair with a prop that I chose and everything. And you're just like, this is cool. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I love that. You yeah. saw and it was Mark and David. Cool. it was
2: super stressful. As soon as like I got my hands on it and I saw how shit my first one was, I was like, well, maybe I can do better. And it's just been maybe I can do better from then on. And that's the story of my life, so. No studying before school at
3: all. Well, to that, David, I think, as, I mean, as far up as you go, too, I mean, it's like whether you're Scorsese or, you know what I mean, Michael Bay, you're trying to make, trying to be better, you know? Yeah. Gotta be better than the last film. Gotta be better than the last project. You know what I mean?
2: I think that's yeah. what keeps us all going in the end.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, But uh, as far as pursuing work, I don't know. I was in, uh, like, theater and stuff, handful of programs and things. I think mine was more so uh, recognizing things that were good. Um, that's uh, like that's kind of how it started for me. Um, when I was younger, I would do I would uh, cut music to like like I'd watch a film and I'd like hear a song and I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I think I can put a better song on there. Oh,
2: um, really?
3: Cool. So I just kind of cut it out and I'd, I'd add a new uh, song to it, and that was fun for a while. Uh, yeah. It wasn't until after school that I was like, all right, I need to uh, I just need to jump in you know, head first. So I applied um, as a PA, um, as more of a, like an intern yeah. at um, a production company in Kansas City. And then um, just kind of started doing stuff. I wrote my first script um, and I handed it to a friend of mine that lived in Los Angeles. And he was like, this looks like a five-year-old wrote it. Yeah, okay. I was going
1: to ask you, how did you, you know how to write a script?
3: Oh, trial and error. Trial and error, completely yeah. trial. And error. Yeah, um, I had, and I read a couple of scripts, um, but I just didn't have the software, and I wasn't gonna like mess with you know trying to space things out properly. And I was like, no, nah, <laughs> I just want the idea out there. And so we read through like the twenty-two pages, and I was like, he was like, well, you know, you got your formatting is terrible, and I'm like, yes, thank you. Moving on, um, is it good? Do you like it? All right, can we you know? And he's like, honestly, this is like a good story. Uh, you should try, you know, just let's format it and let's, you know, kind of move forward. And we kind of geared up to shoot. It, it was really cool. Um, it, and it's just how it goes. You know, you try, you, you step out there, you know, you, you learn, you get stabbed, you know what I mean? You, you keep moving forward. And then the more and more I do this, the more and more I learn that um, each person is an, is an artist, you know, and they have their own ways of doing each of these things, whether you are a gaffer or an editor or a, a director you know or a cinematographer you you know you bring a uh, you know massive piece to this whole puzzle um exactly. whether the audience knows it or not whether they can pick up on that yeah, yeah figure something out but um yeah i took i watched youtube and saw three-point lighting videos you know what i mean i didn't um didn't get a chance to go to school to learn any of that so i just had to you yeah. uh, know
2: yeah
3: lots okay. of people are kind of they want they want to tell you
2: you're not gonna
0: learn what you're doing until you fuck up
3: you know you have to um uh, what is it, Blake Griffin? Yeah. You have to fall in love with the process of success. You know, you have to, you have to want to fail. You have to want to, uh, you have to seek uh, criticism. You know, that's I think what a lot of artists and filmmakers can't do very well. If I'm being honest, yeah. with you. that's what separates the great yeah. from the good too. Is like, hey, was this good? And then when somebody says, uh, I, I think you could have done this, or maybe I'm not understanding this, it's your job to figure out what it is they're saying. They could be wrong. They could be, you know, off in La La Land and they just didn't understand. But if they didn't understand, it's your fault, you know, and you got to figure out why. So
0: that's also why you're asking different people, though, because you want a different opinion other than your
1: own. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. At what age did you pursue film? Like right after high school, you would say?
0: I mean,
3: I definitely knew I wanted to do it, but mine was more so after college.
1: After college? Yes. I mean, I wanted, I knew I wanted to pursue something in film, like, since I was like eight, I just didn't know what it was, but I didn't like do it until after I high did,
0: school. Well, I wanted to do film until I took my first high school class.
1: And then David, you were at what age did you?
2: 27. Late yeah, so yeah to the game. Feel like it, I'm it, in a rut.
0: are famous now. are like 40, 50, 60 years yeah. old. They don't trust the young guys.
1: Yeah, they're like, you're too young. You don't know. I you mean. You haven't seen shit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so what have you guys learned in the process of all of this? Like what, I guess, like do's or don'ts for someone starting, like starting off and maybe taking the path that you're taking. Like, what would you say? Like, okay, this worked for me and this didn't. Maybe
0: try to avoid that. If you can learn coming out of high school and you know that you had the self-control to go on YouTube and actually go out and make you like videos, just like any stupid short film like do it if you think that you need the the progression of film school then do that don't second guess yourself the second you say i need this or i need this you'll know like that's that's what you need i went to film school i didn't think i needed it at all but i knew i just couldn't get stuff done and I was in my fourth or fifth semester and there was a first semester kid that came up and was telling me about a script. And I was like, wow, that's how I used to write scripts. Like, <laughs> But then it's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. The school really did do something for me, but that's just because I know I can't learn anything unless I have a deadline. I have someone pushing me to do it. So the second I got filled, picked up by a film company, they're like, we need you to do this by this moment. And that's the second I was like, I don't need school anymore. I know work can work the same way.
2: Cole was the yeah, only person great. that I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing here? Like, why is he just working? working? <laughs> uh, so yeah, when he left, I was like, oh, shocker. <laughs>
1: it was a risk, but it was a good risk, you know, I ended up totally yeah. working in your
0: So like before I ended up dropping out of school, I had, uh, this one kid told me that he was playing basketball in his friend's backyard. The basketball went over The person's fence, and she wants to go grab the basketball. And the guy's backyard that he was in was a producer for, I think it was like Marvel or something. He's like, "Oh, you're in a film? What
1: are the odds of that? Fucking insane!"
0: on my set. Like, (laughs) all right, sure, yeah, Uh, absolutely. I'm not going to be paid for a couple days. Like, I'll take that.
1: I'm literally going to like look up the address of a director and like (laughs) throw my ball in his backyard. (laughs) And then on the way out, like, oh, by the way, um. You, you make movies, I probably recognize your Oscar walking out, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like that maybe that's my way in. you never know
0: <laughs> like my, I, was, I was just at my my roommate now, Drake, who was on your last episode. yeah um, he was just having a party at his house, and I went mm-hmm. and I met this guy once before, and I was just talking to him like we became friends at the party before and he was just like oh yeah like we have a meeting tomorrow with the other head boss that i reopened the company with Would do you like to work with us and i was like yeah absolutely and he's like cool come to the meeting tomorrow i was like wait really he's like yeah uh-huh. i went to the meeting i just pulled this little i have a little saying i have for owners that just, <laughs> i love your company kind of ordeal and right right like yeah start working with us and since then, I started working on social media, but then I went over to producing when we did that uh, future film. That was the route for me. Mm-hmm. That is one in a million chance.
1: No, it's, I know. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. Like, There's you not- literally
1: had a fucking film fairy godmother, like, fucking knock at your door and was like, quit school, we'll pay for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I had one in a million chances that I was at a party that one of my future bosses was at. That's so and lit. You might have a chance that someone you're working with might call you up in three years and be like, hey, I remember you from this party. You want to come work on a set real quick? We just need someone to set up a couple lights. And then all of a sudden, someone on that set sees you and they're like, you really know what you're doing with lights. You want to be a gaffer. And then all of a sudden, you're working with a DP that's like, you're a really good gaffer. Would you like to DP while I gaff one day? And that it snowballs Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. What about you, Spencer? Have you had any, have you had any highs? Like what are your highs in, so far in the, in your process of the
3: film industry? My highs? Um, gosh, yeah, uh, working so at Paramount.
1: Ooh. Okay. Tell, yeah. Uh, tell well, us about
3: that. uh, that's actually really cool. So, uh, I was writing a, the show I was talking about the show I first wrote called therapy. Um, still a really awesome show that I'd like to uh, make, you know, eventually. Um, but um, I was explaining it to my aunt. My aunt was like, well, you should check out This Is Us. It's kind of similar. Um, mm-hmm. I was more of a comedy. Um, and I was like, ah, I heard about this. I'll check it out. And yeah, yeah. I watched it for the first one. And I love drama, especially good drama. Great show. I know, and, me
1: too. All my movies are dramas. <laughs> I'm just, like, I need to do something else.
3: Every episode. You can't watch two episodes in a row because you just don't have enough tears for that. You know. Yeah. Um, is. It's, but it's so good, so compelling, you know, and there's lots of elements about it that's good. That's great. But I watched it before uh, I moved to LA. I was in Kansas City, and then I remember saying, Man, if I could work on this show, I can figure out everything I need to know. Uh, everything I would really, you know, all the principal work, if I could just watch each of these pieces happen, that's all I need for school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sure enough, you know, two, I think two and a half years later, um, I got the chance to today to play in PA on the show. And then, uh, I started, How you know, being happen? a regular. Like, they asked me-
1: did you throw your ball in a, a director's backyard or what did you do? through <laughs> oh, <yeah.
3: laughs> The window. Um, <laughs> when I came out here originally, I had like not, a, not, not a lot of opportunities to find some work. I had a friend of mine that got me some work as a PA, um, worked my ass off. Yeah. Uh, from that I worked with probably with like four of the people, the director, the, the DP, the grip. And so I did freelance grip work. I was working on a mixed-ish um, interview at the time. Oh, uh, it was nice. like a part yeah. of your episode. Yeah. Um, and I was doing freelance film work for years. I was doing, you know, grip work and, you know, AD work, um, whatever small commercials or indie stuff I could find. I would, uh, it, it was a game and you just had to wait. You had to wait for the right people to call you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you would do a lot of, you know, at every shoot, you got, you know, you just do your job well, and then you talk to people. Um, and if you can make a yeah. friend out of anybody on set, you know, normally the conversation will come up, you know, what do right. you got? What's your next job? Hey, uh, let's follow each other on Instagram if I can find some work. Um, yeah. And then the people that I really liked working with who really good other jobs, I would say, hey, if I've got anything, I will, you know, I'll recommend you yeah. or I'll send you yeah. you know, the
0: information. And then, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll say the same that's thing. One of the biggest thing I figured out in film school is the connections you make to other people. Even if it's like you're working on this shitty project and they're working on this shitty project. You meet someone on that set that's working on another shitty project. It's, it's cool
3: great. too. Cause now I'm like, I, I take it for granted. You know what I mean? I'm there every day. I'm on Paramount walking all over this, you know, and I'm like, man, my feet are sore. I'm tired. <laughs> you know, like this is irritating. I'm been, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know? yeah. um, but no, it's, um, yeah, it's just more than more than an awesome opportunity.
2: Well, definitely, you know, shooting in the Universal back lot, getting a couple of shorts, you know, no no features, but yeah, yeah, Um director. yeah, that's the shit I have under my belt in that back lot. I'll, I'll be going back. I don't know when or how, but I just know I have to somehow. So I'll get yeah. there eventually. Well, yeah. this feature I was just on, like, a lot of people approached me because I was dit. Uh, and they also saw me assembling the, you know, the dailies. So they're like, well, oh, do you edit? I'm like, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, not every, <laughs> not all DITs edit. So I was like, uh, yeah, I do. Um, but I think it's mostly um, after I released my thesis, um, things picked mm-hmm. up because I released my thesis thinking, okay, finally, that's out of like my, my mind and I uh, gotcha. get to relax now and then just you know started getting editing jobs yeah i don't know if it's correlated or because like spencer said it's you know nothing and then one phone call you're booked for like months exactly the
0: great thing about film school is me and david were really close with this one teacher mm-hmm. and after i mean i wasn't even graduated at this point david definitely wasn't and or, I mean, I wasn't dropped out yet, I guess I should say. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was just like, like, hey, can you guys come work on this film? Like, I can't really pay you a lot. But I was like, hey, like, I know this teacher can direct really well. He's our cinematography teacher, so he can definitely shoot stuff. He'll know that this person will shoot it really well because he knows what he's doing. So I was like, let me go be on set. I don't care if it's free, whatever. Like, let me go be on set and just learn this stuff. So it's like...
2: That's what I was all about. You've got to have genuine passion, though. I think... Yeah, I think you just got to have genuine passion. This is a lot of hard work, you know? There's no way that you Mm -hmm. would do this without passion. And I think people see that. And that, you know, that's like a magnet. And you bring bring like-minded people. Um, So... Yeah, I think you know, just definitely, man <laughs> You gotta have passion. Well,
1: what struggles or what challenges did you face? with Taking Fine.
2: people at, at yeah. their word, yes. no, taking people at their word, you know, or yeah. even if they're friends, or anything, you can't, yeah. you can't really trust. You know, everybody's work ethic is different. You know, some people do well I'm, under yeah. pressure, some don't, and you know, the last thing you want to do is hire someone that's not cut out for the job, and they lose their shit. And now, you know, your whole production is delayed. And when you, you know, at this Ugh. point, it's my own money. So it's like, fuck, thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. day, done. Yeah. You know, so um, definitely, you know, trust, but verify is one thing I've learned to I do. I
0: like that. That's good advice. That is, yeah. that
2: is one one
0: huge thing that I've locked out on on a lot of the films I've shot myself are, I knew coming into film that there are a lot of different people that like to do film. And there are a lot of different people who like to shoot their own ways and so on and so forth. So I would go in and just like, I didn't know who's shooting my intermediate film until maybe two weeks before. Because I just wanted to be on every set and see how I could correlate with this cinematographer, with this yeah. art director, with this but then we also had the people in our class who are really trusted, like David and uh, Carla, going throughout the whole process. You really learn. like Yeah. It's, I. You learn I people's
1: I, work ethics, too, like how
0: people work and how, like. I mean, um, I got really lucky because I found uh, Dan Walker, really the cinematographer I will work with until the end of time.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's because when I was working with him on my intermediate, he was like, Oh, how do you like this shot? I'd barely look at it and just be like, oh, it's fun. Like just because <laughs>
1: you like her, have that trust. Yeah.
0: The meeting we had before was 20 minutes. We had two 20 minute meetings where he was like, Oh, this is your script. So you want something like this, this, and this. And I was like, that is literally exactly what I was talking about. Like I love that, that is what I need. So it's like the biggest thing that I haven't had happen to me is finding who you work with best. I got lucky and I found my boss who is one of my really close friends that I work with all the time and being a cinematographer that I love, who yeah. can really do something you don't like on a film because there's so many different ways to attack cinematography. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, really overall, I think I was just lucky.
1: I'm not mad at that at all. What about you, Spencer? Any, any challenges?
0: Every day.
3: Every day. Um,
2: Yep. That's real.
3: Lots of challenges. I think I actually brought this up on set the other day. I was talking to some friends. Um, I think fear, I mean, overall, uh, it's kind of a maybe a cliche or a cheesy thing to say, but kind of cracks me up because uh, I think that's what keeps most of us uh, day to day from doing, you know, following through with a lot of the things we have. Like uh, whether it's the editing we need to get done that day or the writing we have to get done maybe our storyboarding or whatever. We're just mainly afraid that, you know, we're not as good as the rest or that we're not capable of doing things, you know? And it's funny to me because I was doing that as I was scrolling through, uh, you know, a couple, um, uh, streaming websites. And I was like, half of this stuff sucks. So I don't know why anybody's so terribly afraid. You know what I mean? Like you're going to fall yeah. somewhere in the middle, you know, even if it's the first try. So, um, I'm like, No, I mean, even if for a second you fear that you're good enough, um, that's humility. That's, you know, that's um, you self-analyzing. That's self-reflecting. That's you, you know, criticizing your own work. And that is great.
1: If you guys got the opportunity to go to film school right now, would you guys take it? And for you, David, if you could go back and let's say do the master's program or another like program in that in the school, would you go back and do it? And then for you guys, would you take the opportunity of going back to school or going to school? Sorry.
2: <laughs> not now, not at the moment. <laughs> I'm uh, still detoxing.
1: Okay. So, no. No school. For me personally, having graduated, I'm so, so done with film school. I don't, it's not even film school. I think I just don't <laughs> want to do any school at all. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm so good off that. I personally feel like I learned everything that I needed to in film school the first, like, year and a half, two years of the program. And like I said, that last year was mostly general ed and just random classes to, you know, make money off the students. (laughs) Um, But I I do have to give them credit. I learned a lot. Like I didn't know anything going into the program and it was very hands-on. So, you know, they just throw you out there like with a camera They're like you got to figure it out, you got to do it. So that's how I learned. Like someone puts that pressure on me, like okay, like, this is what we're expecting from you. This is what you got to do. Then, you know, I'm like, okay, shit, this is what they're expecting. I got to do it. And that's how I learned. And that's kind of what shaped me. Um, But also meeting everyone through film school and the teachers, there were some solid teachers there. A few that I feel like gave me the right guidance and also gave me good advice that, you know, I still carry with me to this day. But would I go back to film school? Definitely not. (laughs) And it was expensive. Like, so... If you're not, if you don't have rich parents or you're not going to take out a loan, I don't know. I
0: don't know if film school is the right move. (laughs) For me, I, for it it depends also where you go. You go to USC, you'll get a great film program, but you're not going to film a film until your last semester. If you go to New York Film Academy and you take the all around film program, you'll have a great program there, but. You can also learn more outside of it. For me, it was really just having the you have to get this done by this date, right? And it's 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 the the pressure of it and having had a production company pick me up from school. If that never happened, I would still be in school. I 100% guarantee it. But okay. it's all right. We want you to have a trailer done by this time. We have a full six. To eight episode series, and you need to have this done. And it's like okay, I need to have this done by next month if I want to make a paycheck. Right. So, so wow. it's pretty but I like that you said that like
1: you said if the, if you didn't get that opportunity, you would have finished film school because no that sucks. could have that could have changed your life. Like you could have had a totally different path too. So Absolutely. it's crazy I, to I, think I, that I
0: all the stuff I've learned is because I fucked up on set. And it's like, even if it was in film school or out of film school, like you won't learn unless you do it. And I knew I couldn't do it unless I had film school. So film school helped me fuck up. But once I learned, (laughs) I knew I could mess up and still keep going. Like people, people understand you're going to mess up in the film industry. They understand like this isn't going to go how you want it to. But even the biggest executives know when they first started, they didn't have shit go how they wanted it so. yeah they, they put their first 20 million dollars down on a film and it fucking busted on them but then they put three million dollars down on the next film and they just made everything back so it's like it doesn't matter what retrospect you're looking at film from a director a cinematographer a first ad a grip even a pa you should looking at it like I want to do my best because trust me everyone is looking even if you think you're a PA that's doing nothing there are people watching you because trust me like I am more than blessed to be 22 years old working on big sets and I'm looking at PAs that are older than me and being like I'd rather have that guy on my set doing work than him doing a work and the gaffer I have on my set
1: People yeah. need to hear the truth, you know? I mean, that's how it really, out, really is out there. Like, the film industry is a savage industry.
0: You do your work. It's whatever's going to suck you in. I knew I wanted to do firm, uh, film since freshman year. But I mm-hmm. was always kind of just like, I don't know if this is for me or anything. And it's, I just started doing it. And I knew I liked it. So even if you don't like film, if you think you like film and it's a hobby for you, like, do it enough till you realize like this isn't for me or this is
1: exactly just do it until you realize like okay i'm not passionate enough
0: honestly if you can't get broken up with too well phil might not be too too good
2: place for you'll you find out you'll find out real quick
0: (laughs) okay what about you spencer
1: would you go would you go to film school if the opportunity came
3: it's a different coin for me um uh it makes me think of two quotes i think in my life um my cousin told me that Regardless of whatever you go to school for, uh, you're going to learn about 10% of your job. And then you're going to go to your job, and you're going to learn 100% of your job, and you're going to use 10% of that shit you learned in school anyway. And I, I felt it rang pretty true no matter what you go to school for. Um, it's just kind of broad knowledge, and then you got to step into it and learn it whenever you're there. So really, learning is you know being present. And then the other quote for me is uh, my grandfather who was a teacher for 25 years. And I'm amazed that this is a quote he put in my graduation book, but it was, um, do not let school get in the way of your education.
1: Oh, uh, fire! okay.
3: You know, and it's just the, the idea that, um, you don't need to be uh, in school to learn, you know? Um, and really it's the people that, uh, learn how to learn. Yeah. That, um, to take it with them and figure it out so, it's a great way to end know. the episode was so
1: positive so like uplifting I'm like yes <laughs> I'm like it's like a TED talk <laughs> I love it no I think that's great thank you guys so much for you know sharing your story and the different paths I feel like this is great insight for everyone listening and hopefully in the future we can all work on a film set together that would be super dope and awesome um, for everyone listening please rate and subscribe to the R-rated podcast and if you guys want to um, quickly throw out your handles on Instagram so people can follow you guys, I'll let you go first, David.
2: It's David underscore Jimenez, J-I-M-E-N-E-Z underscore 0311. One one. Uh,
0: I am Coleman underscore Wilson, or if you want to follow the film account I haven't used in over a year, Coleman Wilson Film.
2: And
3: I am Beach Walk Baby 8 Woo! It's, uh, fair.
1: That's I love it. Yeah. No, we all have such different usernames. Mine's fabulous prissy. But follow the R-rated podcast on Instagram and stay up to date. And I'll see you guys next week.